Welcome to the Renewed Nurse Podcast. I'm Nurse Meg. And I'm Nurse M. Hi, friends. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, great. Tis the holiday season in full swing. Full swing. Um, how are we doing with, like, Christmas prep? Um, you know, we're doing. Jesus, take <laughs> the wheel. Oh, no. No, it's okay. It's just, you know, like, doing anything. Like, doing anything is, you know, a job. And then, like, doing anything with a little human just feels like an extra overtime of the job. Yeah. So I'm just having a hard time, like, going out and getting things done. So just uh, thanking Jesus for online shopping this year. Right. So, yeah. But, you know, it, it's good. What about yeah. you? Um. I am in this, like, painfully aware place that we're a week away from Christmas, and that's not going to be enough time Yeah, for all of the holiday, you know, holly jolly-ness that I was hoping for this season. (laughs) So now we're kind of in, like, what is not absolutely necessary, Um, which is going to be, like, a great segue, Em, because... We wanted to talk a little bit about, like, our favorite holiday traditions. So I think sometimes when you're like, okay, what what can we cut out and what is a non-negotiable yeah. for the holidays? Do you know what I mean? And so, because at some point you just have to prioritize. There's busyness. We're nurses, so we're always working. Or many of us are working over the holidays. Yes. And so things always have to be in a little bit of like flex mode. I Maybe this is just the norm for life. I keep thinking it's a season, but the season yeah. seems to be lasting for a very long time. <laughs> so true. I think it really is just a new, yeah, a new norm that we became so aware of post-COVID. And now it's like, wait, so you're telling us what we did before was like madness and like this is what stillness is like. And then like we went back into it and all of us are like, Oh, so this is what we, like, had a little break from that we're now, like, delving back into in 100% mode. And all of us are, like, in shock, I feel like. Yes. And maybe we're just going to always remain in shock. <laughs> like, you think that we're ever going to come back out of that state of, like, what is happening? <laughs> um, but I also kind of love, you know, in the midst of the shock, in the midst of the busy, uh, one of the many names for Jesus is Emmanuel. And that one gets spoken about a lot more frequently in the holiday season. And it literally means God with us. Mm. And so in the midst of crazy, it's such a good reminder that God is with us. Yeah. Constantly. He is taking the wheel. He is going before us. And he literally chose to be alongside of the hot mess express that we are a lot of days. (laughs) amen to that and I like that a lot it's good to remember that God actually wants and desires to be alongside us yeah this is not an obligation right right Right? yeah I heard this week he doesn't just love you but like he likes you like right he doesn't just love us that he like you know my kiddo walks into the room I'm like oh she's so cute I love her and then there's like a different piece of it that's like yeah but like I like her where I want to spend time with her Uh I like her 
Yeah. And God likes us, not just loves us. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that reminder, Meg. Thanks. It's a, it's a good reminder, I think, for any season. But sometimes um, when we start moving, hopefully a little bit slower, finding a little bit of slower rhythms in our holiday. Like, again, where are the real priorities? It's good to just kind of sit and think on that. That yeah. God really does want to be with us. Yeah. And he took some pretty extreme measures in order to make that happen. Yeah. Because as much as you're talking about, like, liking somebody, loving somebody, it often means that there's a level of sacrifice, too. And it doesn't feel like as much of a sacrifice when we truly, like, it doesn't feel like a hardship if we give up our day or give up a few hours or whatever needs to happen in order to be with that person that we really like. Right. And we really love. Right. I started asking people, like, talking about these traditions, I started asking, we did, like, um, caroling with our youth group senior high, and we always go to, like, some of the older members of our church. You know, we've been there, we've been members for so many years, and so they're always usually over, usually over their 60s. And, um... I started asking them all what their favorite traditions were when we were leaving of the holidays. And every single one involved some kind of family tradition or, or loved ones, you know. And so I think it's so easy to feel like we have to do all these traditions for our people. And we have to go here and do this. But, like, what they recalled and what everyone that I, like, I asked that question a lot now like learning from people around me on like what their favorite traditions are and I've heard quite a few good ones but it always involves the backbone of being around people you love and so yeah just keeping that in mind too like we can do all the busy and try to accomplish all the busy but yeah what's truly remembered years down the road is just like the quality time with our people and the love that we felt and gave so amen sister friends it's not really the gifts I mean, sure, there's going to be some really fantastic gifts that do get remembered. But even that, like, how many gifts can you truly remember on Christmas morning? I think I could maybe count, like, a dozen. That's so true. Maybe a few more. Do you know what I mean? But, like, um, I do remember the Snoopy snow cone maker. Mm -hmm. Do you know what a Snoopy snow cone maker is? I don't know if I can recall exactly what it is, but, like, there's so many kinds of snow cone makers nowadays that like. But this is like the classic. This is the like. The classic one. Yeah, of this course. This is the OG of snow cone makers. Um, and it was like Snoopy's doghouse. And then you put the ice cubes in like his chimney. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like jam it down and turn the handle. Oh, and then it would yeah. spit out. Yeah. Amazing. Like little shaved ice flakes um, to the point that my sister decided that she should get me one when I went off to college. Oh, Maybe my this gosh. is why I remember it. So I would be making like little Snoopy snow cones um, in my dorm room. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not – this is not to say that I'm like some big like snow cone fan or fanatic, but it was just like the nostalgia of it all. That's amazing. I love that. What was one of like the childhood gifts that you can remember? I just remember getting my dog. Like getting like, my getting my boy lucky when I was a kiddo. Oh, you got a yeah. puppy for Christmas? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was everything that you think it would be for a little kid. Oh, for sure. Still what believing kind of... in Santa and oh my getting gosh. my little American Eskimo white fluffy pup. I was just going to ask what kind of dog lucky was. Yeah, American Eskimo. He was such a little peach, super hyper, but like. 
Yeah, for sure. It was everything. Oh, and Lucky is like a solid dog name. Yeah, of course. For sure. <laughs> um, so what are your favorite, what is one of your favorite, like, family traditions? You were talking about the, the people that are around. Yeah, yeah. So I think favorite traditions that I do with my fam would be our cookie bake, of course. Mm, what's Super your favorite fun. cookie? Let's talk about that. Oh, you know, a classic sugar cookie, like any kind of sugar cookie. Yeah. With some icing or like the big pieces of sugar. Mm, oh, yeah. like that makes it crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you can't go wrong there. Okay. Um and yeah, so cookie bakes and um every Christmas Eve we watch Christmas movies and there's like a particular um, one that Adam will always, Adam and his family always watch. They have like a slew of like a few of them, like Elf and, um, oh my gosh, a Christmas Vacation. That's like their favorite one. Okay. And yeah, so we usually watch the same movies. And then Christmas morning is always my mom making breakfast. So we always gather for Aww. some breakfast. And yeah. Was breakfast yeah. like the same thing, like French toast or? Um, it always includes some kind of cream chip beef, if anyone is. Lancaster, Lebanon, I am sure you know what cream chip beef is. I don't feel like I've actually ever eaten cream chip beef, even though You've I know what it never is. I, yeah, it's not, if, I feel like if you didn't grow up and you weren't forced to try it. I was not forced like, to try it. Yeah, then you're not like, it's like on it, doesn't, toast, it doesn't right? look, it doesn't look great. It yeah, it's usually great. on toast or hash browns. Oh, hash browns. Oh, that's okay. Hash browns sound yummy. Yeah, it's, it's quite scrumptious. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, making mental notes here. Yeah. And then obviously you and I can segue into yours because candlelight service mm, is also a very a favorite favorite part of like incorporating jesus into the season that we uh, lose so much of him in but yeah. it's a really yeah just a beautiful practice that i love that we still keep in our services yeah it's kind of that poignant reminder that the light casts out the dark which i am it's just huge. That feels like that's starting to become like kind of a life motto is this like awareness, right? That like love is going to win. Light is going to conquer. And I think when they dim all the lights and that everybody is their own, is holding their own tiny little candle. And so sometimes I think that we just as people think, how big is my reach? I'm not mm. an influencer. You know, we kind of have to go back to the discipleship model we talk about. But even within nursing, like we can think... I'm really not being overly effective because I'm just one little person yeah. trying to like claim goodness, do the profession in a healthy way. And yet when we yeah. all stand alongside one another, we light up a room. And so I love that reminder, that visual reminder yeah. at Christmas time that not only is Jesus the light of the world, but we are his representatives. We are his ambassadors. Yeah. We are spreading that light. And as much as we think that we can't be highly effective just as one individual it's so inaccurate that is like one of the greatest lies I think that are is whispered into our ears is that we're not going to be able to shine brightly enough that we're going to be you know dimmed and burnt out and things like that so that is a favorite tradition of mine yeah I love it do you have any others that come to mind I mean, I do like cookie baking. I really love, 
Uh, I really love making like my grandma's cookie recipes. They only show up at Christmas time. Typically, yes. uh, there's a lot of Crisco involved in some of these recipes. Right. Isn't so... it crazy? Mm, it is crazy. It is. Like you don't realize, but all. No, but and I <laughs> all really the good stuff. I know. Seriously. Like we're just we're just going to go into full like hibernation winter mode and mm-hmm. pack on those Crisco calories. Um <laughs> But there's something like just nostalgic even about, I think, eating a recipe, uh, you know, a baked good or, or whatnot from somebody who, like, my grandma's not here anymore. And yet, man, that sense of taste just can bring back, like, a flood of memories. Right. Um, and so I've been kind of the one that kind of has carried on the tradition largely of doing, my grandma makes something called white cookies, which Ooh. is basically a sugar cookie, but... Uh, I've never had a sugar cookie like this. You know what I mean? Like once you kind of get used to your own favorite, you're like, I know there's a lot of sugar cookies out there, but I'm super partial to this one. Um, And so, yeah, normally that's like a big gift that I give as well to my family. Like that's very meaningful to them. I love it. So I I think that's a a big uh, Christmas one. And you know what the other thing is that I do every year personally is that I I'm a big journaler. We all know this. Um, But I like to sit kind of in the quiet, normally Christmas Eve, and really do like a deep reflection back on the year. And I kind of list out a lot of the like the year highlights. And Mm. it's such a good reminder of all of the sweet moments Mm -hmm. that really did happen, you know, over the course of a year. I love that. I do remember you talking about that before from last year. And I do love that practice. Mm. Yeah, I think it's even just like listing off, um, like the traditions that we think of that first come to mind. Like it's sad to me that there aren't more that like are. Yeah, I guess I just have a different perspective this year with a little one that I'm like, how do I create an environment of traditions that really are about the reason for the season, mm. and. Yeah, it's just so easy to lose sight of that. And I just keep coming back to that because, yeah, I think it's just heavy on my heart. And especially in the midst of, like, working our shifts, you know, like, we might not get to that candlelight service because we work Christmas Eve. And it's just hard to um, to find the everyday things that maybe we could incorporate on a normal schedule. Yeah. Um, I heard someone talk about, and I should actually look, um, but apparently... There's 24 chapters in Luke. Is that right? That the book of Luke has 24 chapters? It sounds really good. Hold on. I got a Bible on my Do you have it in front of you? Hold on. Um, I, I don't like taking things that I see off, off online as truth until I actually laid my eyes on it. In Luke. 24 chapters. How many? 24? Yep. Yay. So, okay. It was right. And um, they read a chapter a night or chapter a day in the month of December. Yeah. And I loved that little tradition. I think that's adorable. Agreed. So fun. I also heard the tradition of um, every year a family didn't really do gifts, but they might have like little ones, but their big gift for um, four girls was that they had like some kind of um, little cheat or like um what's the word like something that led them into they had to figure out where they were going so it like introduced them to their family vacation oh so they open up like 
a puzzle or an ornament or something that like had to do with where they were going. Yeah. And the daughter that I spoke to really, really loved, you know, now being older, loved that tradition. I like that. Do I like that one. Do you do the tradition of opening like one gift on Christmas Eve? Yeah, you know, we I, like that I always too. grew up doing that. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one's a fun one too. I like that. And we didn't really grow up with that tradition, but it's one that I've incorporated like over the past oh gosh. It's been a while now. Like probably ten that. years. Yeah. I love that. I also um someone got me a nativity scene, like a really pretty willow tree nativity scene for um our wedding gift. Uh-huh. And I just think that like that would be such a good Christmas gift for people too, like especially new families, mm-hmm. like newly married and stuff. Yeah, like that's one thing that you might not think about, but I feel like there are so pretty nativity scenes, and like some of them can be a little ex- expensive. Yeah, but like that would be such a good gift. Yeah, yeah, that actually is a really good idea, right? For sure. Um, I also was just I found this thing online, which is really funny because I I literally just found it like five minutes ago, um, right before <laughs> you and I were getting started. Um, yes, I was looking up. Well, because I was talking about like Emmanuel and the name of, and then I Googled it really quick because I was just like, are there any other like caveats to that name that I wasn't aware of? Yeah. And there, it didn't seem like there were, but there was a link that came up and it says, you know, several years ago, my wife and I were thinking about our Christmas traditions. So this is like hilarious because didn't plan it. We wanted to focus our family more on the true meaning of Christmas. We decided to create a new Christmas countdown um, to spend the first 25 days of December focusing on the different names of Jesus, Ooh. which is really cute. So they like printed out, um, so we made a list and checked it twice of his names along with the scriptures. And then they like printed them out on cards oh and placed goodness, them in numbered envelopes. So can I just like read through the list really oh quick? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so they have, so they start with 25 and then do the countdown to one. So um, starting with 25, it's the word, the light of the world, rabbi and or teacher, the lamb, deliverer, prince of peace, Emmanuel, the son of God, the righteous judge, author of salvation, man of sorrows, founder and perfecter of our faith, the creator of all, good shepherd, king of kings and lord of lords, number 10, cornerstone, Messiah, alpha and omega, sacrifice, high priest, the vine, the Christ, savior, wonderful counselor, Jesus. Ah. And that's at stoneoakbible.com. That's really cool. Man, if I would have found that a little bit sooner, but I'm like, "Mm, I might need to do that. It would be cool even as like a devotional, either personally or within your family, but to like take each one of those words. And then there's Mm -hmm. um, the associated scripture with it. But it would be really fun to be able to like further develop out each one of those like what does that really mean to you or like you could do it within like a family setting for sure yes oh I love that so much Mm. so good yeah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus love that love it well and I do think like man guys this holiday season I know it's so hard like I actually had um there was a nurse that I was getting report from this past week at my current contract And 
um, she had a she had a very overwhelming day. And this unit that happens practically every day because the the assignments, the ratios are just too much for a progressive care unit. And um, she was like very overwhelmed. And everyone, you know, after she had left, oh, that's just the way she is. Oh, she was doing that for no reason. Blah blah. blah. And I just kind of sat in that. I, I, you know, I'm still getting to know these people in this unit and I didn't really have anything to say, but just kind of sat in it. And the family member to the patient, one of the patients that she had, because I had gotten a report from her, had, you know, basically sp- expressed the nurse's overwhelm, like overwhelmed feeling th- during the day. And she expressed that to me. And I said to the family member, I said, you know, from what I have seen of her, she's actually a really great nurse. And I'm sorry that you had that encounter with her, I said. But I think there's this level of overwhelm, like overwhelmingness mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. when you want to give a certain level of care and you just can't. And when you want to provide so much for these people in front of you and you literally are one person and you can't do it it just creates all this angst inside of you. And mm. so even though everything was okay and it may have seemed like she was overreacting to a lot of people, gosh, I know that she's not the only one feeling that. And I know that a lot of us are feeling burnt out even because of that, if not overwhelmed. Um, and she's an experience. I mean, she's been doing this for a few years. It's not like she's a new grad and mm-hmm. still feeling that. And so I guess I just want to, with going off that being a light metaphor, Meg, that you gave with the candlelight services, that I know both of us cherish so much. I guess I just want to end my thought process of this episode with encouragement that Hmm. don't lose your care. And, you know, people are always going to have thoughts and opinions, but um, just doing what you can, you know, you're there for a reason and just that God will use you. And um, gosh, yeah, not to lose sight this holiday season that we really are, even if it's hard to feel it this year, or whatever year, or whatever time, it's, you know, we're blessed <laughs> to be able to care for people in this, in such dark times of their lives, and being even a light just for them, if not with your colleagues. Um, yeah, I just wanted to encourage people in that today, because I know working where I'm at right now, it just, everything feels hard and heavy, and people are sick and calling off, and you're always short-staffed, and um, just encouraging you this season that, yeah, you're there for a reason. Amen. I love that, friend. Thank you for sharing that and speaking that over each one of us. Yeah, of course. There is a purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. So be a light. Be a light, guys. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, Em and I are also going to take a little breather, as we typically do at the end of the year. So we will catch you guys in the new year, um, bright and early, but we are going to take like a week or two off just to get a chance to spend some focused time with our families as well. So um, I think too, just like a big thank you for being with us, um, welcoming us into your earballs like every, every week. It's crazy (laughs) to us how God is continuing to go forward in this platform. And there's a lot of cool stuff that we're really excited to share with you um, in the new year of things that are coming. So anyway, have a great Christmas season and we will catch you in 2024. Oh, can I pray us out, Meg? A hundred percent. All right. Dear God, thank you so much for everyone listening. Um, I just pray specifically for our listeners that um, 
you near are you are near and close to their hearts as they go about their shifts and just their time with family that they're able to separate those two things and just be extra present um, in both of them separately and the best versions of themselves that they can be that you've created them to be Lord I just pray for hearts that are tender and that feel the sorrow of those around them and the hurts but are also able to lift that up to you and not have it weigh them down Lord I just pray for um, traditions that are spent with family and loved ones and um, just that we're able to see the hurt that you put in front of us both at work and in our everyday life that we don't walk on past opportunities that you're giving us to be your hands and feet Lord that we have the eyes to see and the hearts to um, just share the hurt with you and not let it be a burden, Lord. Um, I pray for blessings and love and laughter to fill the rooms of the listeners and whatever they walk into, and um, that you can just continue to walk next to us and be near to us. And thank you for another year and the blessings that it entailed. In your holy name, amen. Amen. Thanks, friend. You know what? Can I add one more thing? I just oh. like so annoying. I know, but no, please. As you were praying, it reminded me. Um, I wanted to share briefly that there is Water Street Mission. If you guys remember, um, it's a homeless shelter kind of advocacy program, honestly, in Lancaster City. But I just um, saw that they do something called a Blue Christmas. Um, and they really like their chaplain was sharing about this. Like they really are sensitive to the fact that not everybody is having a merry holiday. And so as you're praying, Em, it just made me remember, I mean, as we are trying to be a light to our patients, um, and their family is like, they are in a hard season and it's okay if you're in a hard season as well, you can have a blue Christmas. Um, they literally kind of like set aside one day at the shelter that they get a chance to just allow people to really share the heavy of the season that maybe expectations are not being met for obviously what they are hoping a Christmas would look like. Maybe it's not healthy family interactions for you, or maybe it's um, missed traditions or missed um, individuals, you know, that have passed or are no longer around or people are lonely. And so I just, I think, Em, that you're always like super sensitive in this space that even when we're talking about being a light, that it's also okay to embrace um, the places that are painful right now and yeah. are a little bit feeling like a little bit thin or a little bit less than. And so I just didn't want to miss an opportunity as we're closing out this um, recording with you guys to also speak like grace and love into those spaces. Like it doesn't need to be shame. There doesn't even need to be anger for what should be or could be. It's okay if it's there, mm. but would you also invite God into those spaces and speak mm. openly and in a kind of a raw way with him because he can handle it. Remember mm. he drew near to us. He wants to be with us. And that means even in those spaces that are hard, especially in those spaces that are hard. I'm reading a book right now. Wow. Here goes a whole nother podcast no. episode. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but I'm reading a book called um, Gentle and Lowly, which I highly recommend. I read it at least once a year. And they were just sort of reminding that just as we, when we see somebody who is sick or needs healing are even more drawn to them because there is such a strong need 
that's exactly how God's heart is towards us when mm-hmm. there is a significant need or hurt or wound in our life. Mm-hmm. It does not repel him. It actually draws him closer because mm-hmm. he is tenderhearted towards us and he's a compassionate God. So mm-hmm. if you're in a season that Christmas doesn't feel good, um, the holidays are painful reminders of maybe where there is lack, um, please know that you are so loved in whatever the emotional space is that you're currently at and that there are people that love you and want to be with you and want to kind of talk to you and enter into those um, parts of your journey as well. Mm, I love it. I love it so much. I'm here for this. Mm. Yeah, we're being you're being prayed after y'all. Yeah. For sure. Have a wonderful holiday season, however it looks, loud or quiet or a little bit, um, you know, bright or maybe not so bright in certain spaces. Like, Em and I are just constantly cheering you on. We are totally for you. And thanks for being here. Amen. All right, Em. Have a good Christmas. Happy New Year, y'all. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye.